Hey, this is Steve Thompson, and I've got my friend and plumber here with me, JJ Dynamite. Andre. <laughs> hey, hey. Just, do you get that a lot? JJ Dynamite. JJ Dynamite. That yeah. goes back a little oh, bit. Oh, that goes back a bit. It's But you and I are of the same generation, right? Yeah. There we yeah. go. Well, we joke a lot, but we are about to head really into a heartbreaking text. So we're going to downshift a few gears and pick up the morning after Jesus had already been arrested by the cops, the Roman soldiers. He's been convicted super quickly by the Jewish high council. He's been abandoned by all of his followers, except for Peter, who was kind of just tagging along to see what was going to happen. But in the process, of course, he ends up denying he even knew Jesus. So we're picking up at that spot. So JJ, start us off, Matthew 27, the first 31 verses. Okay, Matthew 27. Very early in the morning, the leading priests and the elders of the people met again to lay plans for putting Jesus to death. Then they bound him, led him away, and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, realized that Jesus had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. So he took the thirty pieces of silver back to the leading priests and the elders. I have sinned, he declared, for I have betrayed an innocent man. What do we care? they retorted. That's your problem. Then Judas threw the silver coins down in the temple and went out and hanged himself. The leading priests picked up the coins. It wouldn't be right to put this money in the temple treasury, they said, since it was payment for murder. After some discussion, they finally decided to buy the potter's field, and they made it into a cemetery for foreigners. That is why the field is still called the Field of Blood. This fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah that says, They took the thirty pieces of silver the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel, and purchased the potter's field, as the Lord directed. Now Jesus was standing before Pilate, the Roman governor. Are you the king of the Jews? The governor asked him. Jesus replied, You have said it. But when the leading priests and the elders made their accusations against him, Jesus remained silent. Don't you hear all these charges they are bringing against you? Pilate demanded. But Jesus made no response to any of the charges, much to the governor's surprise. Now it was the governor's custom each year during the Passover celebration to release one prisoner to the crowd, anyone they wanted. This year, there was a notorious prisoner, a man named Barabbas. As the crowds gathered before Pilate's house that morning, he asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called the Messiah? He knew very well that the religious leaders had arrested Jesus out of envy. Just then, as Pilate was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent him this message. Leave that innocent man alone. I suffered through a terrible nightmare about him last night. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas to be released and for Jesus to be put to death. So the governor asked again, Which of these two do you want me to release to you? The crowd shouted back, Barabbas! Pilate responded, Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? They shouted back, Crucify him! Why? demanded Pilate. What crime has he committed? 
But the mob roared even louder, Crucify him! Pilate saw that he wasn't getting anywhere and that a riot was developing, so he sent for a bowl of water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. The responsibility is yours. And all the people yelled back, We will take responsibility for his death, we and our children. So Pilate released Barabbas to them. He ordered Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip, then turned him over to the Roman soldiers to be crucified. Some of the governor's soldiers told Jesus, took Jesus into the headquarters and called out the entire regiment. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head, and they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scepter. Then they knelt before him in mockery and taunted, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. When they were finally tired of mocking him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. So super intense. Everything that Jesus was not looking forward to the night before in the garden when he was praying is now happening. Um, but as we read through that, JJ, and I know we've both been reading it before time, uh, what maybe jumped out to you? What do you feel like God maybe highlighted to you in this particular day and time? In this particular day and time, there's, this is so much, there's, there's so much in here. Um, as we we've spoke before, I keep going back to my thoughts of, of Judas and I, I just can't. I can't shake it, even though there's so much more into there. Of, yeah. Like, what about uh, Jesus, I, Judas do you resonate with? I, I, the, the, the remorse he had at first, you mm -hmm. know, he's like, as he realized what he did, you know, um, and, and I don't know, you, you, you just. Mm. What would you do? I don't know. I, I probably would be in the same shoes of, of you know, uh, here I've just, I've just sentenced my king to death, Jesus to yeah, death. Yeah. You know, um, that's me. That's my fault. Mm -hmm. You know, thinking how Judas would be. Yeah. How could you live with yourself? Right. You know, kind of thing. And can you feel that even today kind of thing? Is that how you relate? Just feeling like, yeah, I'm really no different than him. I've betrayed Jesus too, or is it different? I don't want to put words in your uh, mouth. Yeah, it is kind of, it's kind of different. I mean, I feel that at one point in my life, I have betrayed Jesus of, of not, not by not following him, not doing all his work. Um, the great thing about being born again here and, and learning all this stuff, it's so like new and fresh and so much, yeah. so much. Um, yeah. Um, the thing that really sticks though is as I was growing up reading the Bible and that, um, Judas, I, I did not like Judas. Sure. I, he was the worst person in the Bible yeah. next to the other guy. For sure. You know, <laughs> um, but upon reading this here and, and thinking about the new and I talking, the word forgiveness comes, mm. um, one of the hardest things. Um, I forgive Judas for what he did. I, me personally, mm -hmm. um, what that has any bearing on, yeah, I, I, 
Right. I can't tell. It's not like, yeah, it's not like you need to. He doesn't need your forgiveness. He does but not. Still. But it taught, it's teaching me mm. that God forgives. God would forgive him. Yes. Jesus knew. Jesus knew who was going to betray him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and he could have stopped it. Mm-hmm. But it had to be Judas. Mm-hmm. And that being said, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's, that's, that's intense. Yeah. That um, level of forgiveness. Yeah, and, and to to still eat with him. Right. And no. And Jesus forgave him before it even happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he kept him with him the whole time. There was never a point at which he's like, You're trouble, you need to leave the group kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's um so I've been learning myself with this. Um I've have some uh crosses to bear, so to speak. Yeah. And um I've spent this last week doing a lot of soul searching and forgiving others mm-hmm. um, from the past that have uh, kind of been buried down and, you know, had had some sharp feelings um, when I'd speak on certain things. But now um, I have I have forgiven um, and it's 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 like a clear day, so to speak. Wow. You know, for me. Yeah, that's um, amazing. It is. Um, yeah. Is do you find that it's something that like it was once and done? Like I finally gave this up and it's off my shoulders or do you feel it are there some of them that's like, you know, every day I think about it and I have to do it again? I'm just curious. Both. Both. Yeah. Both. Definitely both. There's keep going back to the, you know, every day, oh, but you have to keep forgiving and keep forgiving and keep forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's a choice that you continue to make. Mhm. That's amazing. Well, I, if you don't mind, I'll just share really yeah, quick was... a little bit. Yeah. About what I was struck with. And, um, it was really, and I know Peter wasn't a part of this passage. He was previous, but how different Peter and Judas handled their denial of Jesus or betrayal of Jesus. And Peter's, he is broken and torn up and then comes back and, and receives forgiveness in person. Judas doesn't recover. Like he's just despondent. And I feel like it's the, I think I I wonder almost if receiving the forgiveness that you're talking about is the key. Peter is open to receiving it. Judas has hardened himself to the point where he can't even forgive himself. And so it's done. He's got to end it. Um, And so it's just a different posture of, of heart. I think the imagery that we read about in a commentary together actually was like, it's kind of like rain falling on a mountain and you never know which way that rain is going, which edge, which side that rain is going to trickle down. But if you go to a mountain right there in the, in Israel, in the ancient Near East, one would lead to the uh, Red Sea where there'd be life and the other would lead to the Dead Sea that's so full of salt, nothing can live. And uh, it was just kind of an that was an interesting geographical picture of how that rain of forgiveness falls, but it's kind of up to us and our hearts how we receive that. So, those are amazing insights, and hopefully, yeah. I I would imagine somebody listening today is going to uh, find themselves in pretty similar shoes as you and I. So, would you mind wrapping us up in prayer, dear Father? Thank you. I am so grateful that uh, you have you have given us just everything, mm-hmm. and we don't realize it. 
Yeah. And may you open all of our eyes so that we may see you in your work. Yes, Lord. And so we're able to behold that beauty that yeah. you, you have given us here. Yeah. Um, Lord, I am just a grateful, thankful man. Yeah. <laughs> and appreciate everything. And you thank you for giving us your son. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. All right. Thanks. Have a great day.